Hi. What's up, guys? Uh, well, my name's Joe, and I am going to be Mark this morning. Kind of. I'm going to do Mark's job. Um, I'm one of the pastors here at Stonebrook. I'm actually the service programming director and music director, so if you hate the music, uh, tell somebody else. But if you love it, come and tell me. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted uh, Mark... It's going to take a couple weeks off, and so in his place, I'm going to speak in the next week. Chris, the guy who did the announcements, will speak. Um, and so Mark uh, came and told me that and said, you can talk about whatever you want. And so um, telling that to me, a young, opinionated, and very blunt guy, is kind of a dangerous thing. But uh, I think I have a topic this morning that everybody can relate to. It's something I've dealt with a lot. I continue to deal with every single day. And uh, you probably are dealing with it right now as I speak. Um, so first of all, um, you can go to stonebrook.tv. And up at the top of the page, there's a little button that says, listen, if you haven't been here before, or maybe you have been coming, but you've missed a couple weeks, you can go there and check out our previous messages. Uh, we just finished up a series, Questioning God. We're going to start another one. But if you ever want to hear anything else, or you heard that something uh, was said or something was really good, go there, check it out, and your life will be great. <clears throat> so um, another thing real quick. Mark normally takes questions. He's not very good at answering them. Yeah, you can laugh. It's okay. He's going to listen to this recording. So if I could get like, uh, boo, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mark's not very good at answering those questions right away. Um, and now that I've said that, I'm not going to answer them right away either. But I am going to take some time this week um, to write some blog posts, to make some videos, to put it up on social media. If you have any questions whatsoever, um, it can be about our message that I'm going to give today, or it can be about anything in general, really. Text it to 417-SB-ROCKS, and I will receive that, and I will do my best to answer those questions in a timely manner. So, what am I going to talk about today? Does anybody know? Okay, I didn't think so. I'm going to talk about worry. I've dealt with a lot of worry in my life. I'm a young guy, but it seems to me that it's a problem that we all deal with, um, that we've always deal with, dealt with, and will probably continue to deal with. Has anybody here ever been worried about anything? Yeah. First service really just did not care. <laughs> so I'm glad you guys are here. Um, I do want to encourage you, this is only my second time speaking, so if you want to hoop and holler and tell me I'm doing a good job or tell me I'm doing a bad job or throw tomatoes or even flip me the bird, any kind of feedback is good feedback, so I really appreciate that. Um, so worry. The things you worry about reflect your core devotions. Jesus said that our devotions are things that we devote our lives to determine what we worry about the most. The things you worry about reflect your core devotions. For me, um, personally, a couple of years back, I, was, I worried all the time. I still worry to this day, but though I have one story in particular. My wife and I had just gotten married, and um, we were living with my mother-in-law, which I do not recommend, <laughs> but if you've got to do it, you know, it's good to know that you have family there to take care of you. But after about six months of that, we decided that we wanted to go out on our own and be adults. And if there's anything I know about being an adult, 
It's that if you thought life was hard before, it's going to get much, much worse. We all have to deal with that at some point. And so we find an apartment, 750 square feet, mansion. It's, it's perfect for what we have. We have our cats, and our lives are complete. But um, we were in two jobs. The jobs were okay, but they weren't great. Um, but being a young couple, we had student loans. We have car payments. We still have student loans and car payments. Um, but it, it just added up and added up and added up and became too much for us to handle. And I remember one day in particular, um, my wife does not cook. If she cooks, it's, I won't eat. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Um, so I cook. But I went uh, looking through our cupboards. Uh, we didn't really have a pantry. We just kind of had shelves because we're... That's the way the apartment was. And I remember there was nothing in there at all. Like you think, well, maybe you'll have like saltines or like some old fruit or something. No, bare, completely bare. And I reached up in the back of the cabinet and I say, oh, there's a bag of flour. And so I remember vividly grabbing a measuring scoop and scraping the bottom of that bag of flour so that I could make bread to feed me and my wife, my wife and I. If you ever want to talk about being worried, I've been there. I don't know that I've ever been that worried since, but there was a moment in my life when I didn't know if I was going to eat. I didn't know if I was going to survive. But worrying about it didn't get me anywhere. It did not solve my problem. And, you know, it's not going to solve your problem either. Maybe, let's see, what do we worry about today? Maybe you have a car payment that you might be a little late on. Um, you're planning for your retirement. You're worried about your 401k. You know, you're worried that maybe your kids aren't going to get to go to the school of their choice. <clears throat> These are all legitimate worries and concerns. Um, but Jesus has a solution. I'm going to say it again. The things you worry about reflect your core devotions. The things you worry about the most reflect your greatest devotion. What does that mean? That means that whenever one of the pastors, we get messages from you guys on occasion or from people in the community, um, that means if you email us and say, my kids flunking the sixth grade, we're not going to worry. It's a bold statement. You probably don't want to hear that from somebody on the stage. But that doesn't mean that we're not concerned. It doesn't mean that we're not going to take the time to try to help you through those situations. It just means that when we go home, We don't stay up at night worrying about whether or not your kid is going to pass the sixth grade. Why aren't we worrying about that? Because we have not devoted ourselves to making sure your child passes the sixth grade. Does that make sense? The things you worry about reflect your core devotion. I'm not worried about your kid's grades. Sorry. Um, I'll pray with you. You know, I'll try to help you out as much as I can, but it is not one of my worries. It's one of your worries, and it's one of your core devotions. So Jesus had a lot to say about worry. I'm going to pick apart one small little um, conversation he had about that. And uh, let me just throw this out there. What do you think Jesus started this conversation with? What topic? Anything? Worry? Well, it's about worry. But what do you worry about? Money. Exactly. When Jesus started this conversation about worry about your core devotions, of course, he talked about money. 
money is the biggest problem anybody ever has. Whenever I couldn't feed my family, it's because I couldn't afford to feed my family. Money has always been the problem. From the beginning of time, it's always been currency. So Jesus, in uh, Mark, no, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, said, No one can serve two masters, for you'll hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mummy. Money, mummy. <laughs> In the Greek, uh, yes, funny. In the Greek, uh, they used a little word, mammon. Mammon basically translates to possessions, your stuff. You cannot serve both God and your stuff. So Jesus is starting off this conversation with a pretty clear path. He said, either you can, if you're worried about those things, you're devoted to those things. If you're worried about money, you're devoted about money. And I'm going to tell you now that you cannot serve both money and me. It doesn't work. He gave them an ultimatum. So on to verse 25. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or a drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food, your body more than clothing? If Jesus were here today, he would, um, he would come and he would talk to us. Most of us as Americans in 2015 don't worry that much about food. You know, if you need food, you can get food. We got food. We had friends that took care of us. Um, we, of course, always have clothes in, but you guys are wearing clothes. I'm so thankful for that. And I'm sure you're thankful that I'm wearing clothes. So that's not an issue we have. But if Jesus were here today, if he were on the stage, <clears throat> he'd say, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have a good retirement plan or you have a good, well-structured 401k, whether you're going to be able to pay for your kid's college, whether you're going to be able to sell that house, whether you're going to be able to get that job, you know, you'll never have enough. Isn't life more than your 401k? Isn't life more than your job? Isn't life more than selling your house? He's, he wants to bring us to this point to where we have to make a decision. We have to realize that our core devotions, the things that we spend the most time worrying about, really are not that important. But... He's not saying don't do anything about it. He's actually saying the opposite. He's saying those things are legitimate concerns. You have, you know, it's okay to be worried about those things because um, they're important things you have to take care of in order to live your life. But there is one thing. Um, Those things are important and there's uncertainty related to all of them. To everything you do. So if you're planning for your 401k, if, you're, if you plan as much as you can and you work as hard as you can, at the end of the day, you're still uncertain of tomorrow's outcome. So no matter how hard you work, no matter what you're working for, you still have no control over tomorrow. We don't have uh, any idea if we'll be here tomorrow. We're not guaranteed our next breath. Let me let that sink in for a minute. Jesus is getting real intense up in here. It's okay. You can laugh. Jesus was a homeboy. But your life doesn't matter. It's not less important than food. You don't have to worry about these things because there's uncertainty tied to them. And then Jesus, in the middle of this conversation, this really intense talk he's having with his people, 
All of a sudden, I like to think that, you know, he's sitting in a circle with his guys, and a bird flies by that's like a yellow bird. And he says in verse 26, look at the birds. Doesn't nobody think that's hilarious? What was Jesus doing? Like, we're really intense. We're talking about all the terrible things we're worried about. We don't know what we're going to do about this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to plan for my family. I don't know if I can feed my family. And Jesus is like, oh, just look at the birds. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable than they are? Jesus is pulling us out of that hyper-focus, out of that situation where we're like, we're so worried about all of these things that are stacking up on top of each other. And he says, hold on. Take a step back. Let's look at the birds. Let's talk about the birds for a second. Birds, just in general, are not smart. They fly into windows. You know, they cross the interstate when you're going 70 miles an hour. They don't look both ways to see if there are any cars coming. A bird sees a stick on the ground and says, hey, I'm going to go build a tree for it. There's no planning involved. There's no preparation. A bird, birds get together and suddenly they think, oh, let's go south. They don't, they don't make plans. They don't work hard. But here we are as human beings, just slaving away, just doing as much as we can, constantly worrying, worrying, worrying. Don't you think that God loves you more then he loves birds. Don't you think that you're more important to God than birds? Yeah, maybe? Okay. Real quick. If you're not a Jesus follower, if you do not believe in God, Jesus is giving us a solution to one of the greatest things we're ever going to deal with in our life. Worry can lead to stress, can lead to bad decisions, it can, worrying can actually shorten your life. It's something we struggle with on a daily basis. If you don't believe in God or Jesus, that's fine. I'm so glad you're here. But if there was ever a reason to decide that maybe Jesus has something that I'm looking for, it's this. We have a solution to worry. Jesus said, look at the birds. They don't store up. They don't reap. They don't sow. But here we are as humans... And we can believe that God loves us much more than he loves the birds. God did not send a bird whenever he sent his son. You know, Jesus wasn't a bird. Jesus wasn't a lion. He was a human being. He was one of us. So I think it's easy to understand that if there is a God, if you're not sure, that God loves us much more than he loves the birds, and he still feeds them. He still takes care of them. We're so much more important once we've done as much as we can. Um, there's no need to worry. And then verse 27, I think, he says, if you don't agree with any of that, he said, well, you can worry. Uh, let's see, I skipped a slide, Greg, I'm sorry. Verse 27, can any of you, any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? So Jesus is giving us a decision right here. You can either worry about things or you can trust God that everything's going to be taken care of. Worrying won't add a single hour to your life, but it will actually, scientifically, it will shorten your life, or you can trust God to take care of the situation and not worry. So I want us to say something together. I believe, I believe. 
that God loves me more than he loves the birds. Let's say it one more time. I believe that God loves me more than he loves the birds. Think about that. Next time you're worried, next time you're dealing with a situation, next time you scrape the bottom of the bag, try to search for flour so you can make bread to feed your family. Terrible bread. Not good bread. Just flour and water and a skillet. You ever done that before? It's not great. But next time you're feeling those things, you can think to yourself, I believe that God loves me more than he loves the birds. So back to verse 27. Can you, by worrying in this now, bring any certainty to the, in the next now? By worrying today, will you affect your tomorrow? You know, the decision we have is, um, the question we have to ask us, ourselves is, well, since we know that worrying isn't going to do us any good, what, where can we shift our devotion to make that worry go away? You're right. It's simple. If you are a Christian here today and you're like, oh, I've heard these verses before. I've taken, you know, I've heard this a million times. Sit back for a minute. Look at the birds. Think about that. If you worried this morning about something, you have not taken this to heart. If you do not want to worry, shift your devotion. Trust God because he will take care of you. My wife and I are still here today. And I have to show you something. (laughs) Do you see that? We were fed. You know, we found, we had family and friends take care of us. And um, worrying didn't help our situation at all. Jesus says, look, if you worry, if your worry isn't going to get you anywhere, I've got an idea. Look at the birds of the air and settle in on a revolutionary idea. If he loves me that much, and I've done all that I can do, in the now that I have some control over, can God be trusted in the next now that I don't have control over? And if so, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to worry because I know... I'm not, not going to worry because I know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm not going to worry because I'm trusting the only one that can do anything about tomorrow. God gives us this choice. If you're dealing with worry, I'm going to say it over and over and over and over again. God loves me more than he loves the birds. God loves you more than he loves the birds. Whether it's your kid's education, whether it's your 401k, whether you're not sure you're going to get that job, you know, you're having trouble, you can't make your car payment, worrying is not going to help you in that situation. But you can decide that God can take care of this. So instead of worrying, I'm going to let him take care of it. I've done all that I can right here in the now. I'll never be certain of tomorrow, but I can trust the only one that can do anything about tomorrow. So that's my message. It's pretty short, but I really, really hope you take it to heart. If you're not a believer, you know, that's cool. I would, we'd like to talk with you and maybe come back again you know, kick the tires when Mark's here because he's a much better speaker than I am. But if you are a believer or if you do have worry in your life, think about these things. Think about how intense this is. In the first century, he was talking to people who did not know where their next meal was going to come from, did not know what they were going to wear. And he said, don't worry about it. God is in control. 
and your worrying's not going to do you any good. So I'm going to pray for us. I'll pray for you guys. I'm not going to pray for me. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for spending your Sunday morning with us. Next week, Chris is going to speak, um, and it's going to be awesome. But uh, it's the 4th of July weekend, so I'm going to let you guys early. Um, so yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time we've had to come together and, and just talk about you, talk about um, the promises that you've made, the commands that you've given um, to not worry. We know that life is hard, and we know that you understand that in our position, you know, worry can be the only thing that we, we have to turn to sometimes. But I ask right now that you give us the strength, the ability um, to just let those things go, let you take care of those things, Um, because you're the only one that really can do anything about those things. Um, I also ask that you bless and protect everybody on their way home. Let them have a great week, and we just love you so much. Amen. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.